With the help of Hashem, we are learning today's Pedic Rambam, the third chapter of Hilchei Shvisas Asar. We learn in Halacha Gimel, says the Rambam, Mishara'a Keri Bizman Hazeb Yemakipurim, that the following rule applies nowadays, in the present age, when a person has, God forbid, a seminal emission on Yom Kippur. In the present days means, as the Rambam explains, that there was a period of time that we were all obligated, we were all bound by what's known as Tvilas Ezra to follow the enactment that was made by Ezra the Seifer, which is that if a person has a seminal omission, that person may not utter words of prayer, may not utter words of Torah prior to going to a mikvah. During that period that Ezra's enactment was standing, then there is an obligation to go to a mikvah, and then a man would go to the mikvah even on Yom Kippur. But as Rambam explains that nowadays, being that we undid the, the, the takana of Ezra, if a person has a seminal omission, then he goes into the details, that if it's moist, then he should wipe it off with a cloth and that's sufficient. If it's dry or the person became soiled, then he has a, then the person is allowed to, to wash off the soiled portions of his body and then daven. But what is prohibited is going to the mikvah. And this is based on a very important premise. And that is, is that even though nowadays it's a, it's a great thing to go to the mikvah, and that's still known as Tfilas Ezra. But being that this is, so to say, an undertaking beyond, above the letter of the law, but we're not bound by it, by the letter of the law. So now when you have a competing value, which is that one may not wash oneself on Yom Kippur, something that one does beyond the letter of the law is not strong enough to allow us to break the law itself. And this concept is used by the Rebbe, in Lekutei Sichos, on the portion of Ayetze, beginning on page 141, when the Torah tells us how Yaakov Avinu married ultimately four wives, and all four of them shared the same father. Rachel and Leah had the same father and mother. Bila and Zilpah were also fathered by Lavan. And the question that the Rebbe addresses and the Rebbe points out that it's even a greater question by the very fact that Rashi never addresses it, which means that Rashi is expecting us to understand on our own the answer that how is it possible for Yaakov Avinu to marry sisters when we know that the patriarchs kept the entire Torah and one of the prohibited unions is a man not being allowed to marry two sisters. So how was Yaakov allowed to marry his wives when they shared the same father? And in the case, again, of Rachel and Leah, they share the same father and mother. So the Rebbe uses this concept in the answer. The concept is, is that even though Yaakov Avinu opted to go beyond the obligation of the time, the title wasn't yet given. And yes, Yaakov undertook to keep, and he indeed kept the entire title. But that can never be in a scenario where Yaakov Avinu has prior obligations that he's bound to keep, not because of a unique undertaking, but because everyone was obligated to keep what we refer to as the Sheva Mitzvahs B'nai Noach. Now, the seven Noahide laws obviously begin with the seven Noahide laws, but it doesn't end there. 
And as the Rebbe quotes various chazals that the people after the flood undertook upon themselves to keep other basic rules and laws, and once they undertook it, they were old. All mankind was bound by it, including being honest. Actually, Yaakov Avinu, when he had an, when he expressed his frustration with his father-in-law, when he was tricked, he thought he's marrying Rachel and he was given Leah. So his complaint again, Lavin was Velama Rimisani. Why did you trick me? Which implies that even the Bnei Noach then they were obligated not to trick. In other words, in the positive, they needed to be honest. And since Yaakov Avinu promised to marry Rachel, so he was bound by the by the law by the halacha of the time, to keep his word. So then in a scenario where him keeping that which he undertook beyond the letter of the law, which is to keep also all of the laws of the Torah, if that is in conflict with the basic rule, something, a minig, something beyond the letter of the law will never trump. We are always first bound to keep the basics upon which we build that which goes even and also beyond it.